0: Whenever people are you know just second guessing it or have different expectations coming in it's really good to talk about that with the counselor so let's say you met the counselor and then you just you just feel like they're just going down a different path or you don't like the direction that they're going well usually you can talk to the counselor and there's there's like other ways and other directions that we can go we can talk about that so before you just close the book with that counselor ask them you know is there another way we can go Welcome to the Stressless Podcast by Total Life Counseling Center. I'm Jim West and this is Dana West. Hi. <laughs> well, you know, today we're going to be talking about making the most of therapy or counseling sessions. You know, some people ask, you know, how do I maximize this? How do I get the most out of my sessions? And those are really good questions. Yes. And so I think, you know, as therapists, we we have to we want to help you with that and address those things. A lot of times people Might not even ask a lot of the things that they're thinking or they're concerned about or worried about or maybe They don't even like the direction that we're going in a counseling session and there's just so many different ways we can go.
1: Yes Right, so we'll dive into it So I think Mm -hmm. the number one thing Mm -hmm. is the attitude that you have coming into therapy and the attitude Mm -hmm. I believe is just to be open especially if it's a new experience we get a lot of people new clients that have never been in therapy before so it's natural to come in anxious right and not know what to expect and don't let your anxiety stop you from getting help because that's normal and natural you're coming into a professional's office Mm -hmm. that doesn't know you yes and you're thinking wow i'm going to share my life story or what i'm struggling with with this person and so you can have anxiety but what happens really in the counseling process with all of our therapists is we want to provide a safe and nurturing, non judgmental environment. And after some time, most of our clients realize wow, this is a safe place where I actually can share my anger, my sadness, my disappointments, yeah. my struggles. Because number one, we're not in your personal life. So this is a safe place where everything's 100% confidential. And that actually can be really relieving. Knowing that I, that I can share something that may be a secret or something I don't want my friends or my employees or my mm-hmm. family to know. That I can go to this safe place where it doesn't leave this room and mm-hmm. I have someone who's not personally involved in my life yeah. to listen, to right. help guide me, and to support me. Through whatever I'm bringing in that session so mm-hmm. the number one thing is to be open-minded sometimes people come in especially because you work with kids do you have sure. kids that come in that don't want to be no, there at yes, all I had one yesterday yeah so how do you work with that
0: <laughs> well I try to find a connection I try to build rapport with them and I, I what I love about our like our information packet we find out what people's hobbies are mm-hmm. and 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 then so doing you know we find something usually in common because I played sports I've actually done drama I've done uh, you know, I, I I track my car. So these are just all kind of things that boys like. And that's pretty cool. Like I, we have a video game, uh, you know, Xbox and a seven foot screen in my office. And so that's another way we have cards and Uno and Jenga. Just all these kind of things that we do to just kind of build rapport, you know, with the, and, and play and hang out with them.
1: Great. Because, you know, not every single person who needs help or needs mm-hmm. counseling is open. We would prefer that because the process can go quick. Quicker, but as therapists, we're all trained just how Jim was giving examples how to connect with people who are apprehensive
0: mm-hmm.
1: or don't want to be in therapy. Sure. And most children and teens don't willingly like say Mm -hmm. sign me up I want to go to therapy some do and I actually love working with teens like that but some don't and we have specialists that can work around it just like Jim and others yeah
0: you know a lot of therapists are trained psycho that's called they call it psychoanalytical or psychodynamic and it's a it's a helpful form of therapy but it's not very relational and it makes people think like the therapist is perfect and it makes it hard for them to open.
1: Uh, and I'm perfect and so are you. Yes, yeah. yes, I, yes. I tell that to everybody. I tell all my
0: friends how perfect my and wife is. And we have a perfect marriage. Yes, we're going to talk about that in the next <laughs> and podcast. And you need to learn from us because
1: yeah. we're perfect. Yeah. No, we're human yeah. just like everybody else. Right. And exactly. we all need tips and tools on
0: how. Yeah, we do. We do need that. And so it's neat to just to, you know, sometimes share something that whenever they do share something that's they're struggling with in their friendships or relationships or as a parent I'll say yep I've I've done that too and it just it it just makes them go oh really okay and it's like what do you do about it well I apologize to my kids you know if I yes. yell or right i mean we we do make mistakes and i think it's just kind of how we handle mistakes we're not going to get rid of mistakes no. we're not going to be perfect and trying to be perfect is exhausting yes so i we I don't know I see some perfectionists sometimes and they really beat themselves up yes. and they're hard on themselves and and so yeah so it's you know I think to make the most of it just be real open up it's okay and what I what we pride ourselves in is hiring people that are relational so if you're looking for someone look for a counselor that that you know is approachable and that's real yes. and that you know will share a little bit to just kind of let you see that they're just another person you know, on the same journey in their life.
1: Right. And I think I brought this up in another podcast that the the research has shown the Mm -hmm. biggest predictor of success in therapy is the relationship you have with your counselor. So it is very relational. Mm -hmm. So you want to pick someone who you feel like you could talk to. That's why it's so important to read bios. We offer complimentary calls if you want to ask questions prior to your first appointment. And you want to just do your research and see and be like, I think that's, A man or a woman Hmm. I could talk to about my deep dark secrets or things I'm struggle with or I'm not um, proud of Hmm. and so it you know it's really important to find that match as well as someone who is an expert in that particular uh, mental health issue or relationship issue that you need addressed so um yeah. That's beautiful. So, some other what are some other things that help determine success in therapy?
0: You know, whenever people are, you know, just second guessing it or have different expectations coming in, it's really good to talk about that with the counselor. So, let's mm-hmm. say you met the counselor and then you just you just feel like they're just going down a different path or you don't like the direction that they're going. Well, usually you can talk to the counselor and there's there's like other ways and other directions that we can go. We can talk about that. So before you just close the book with that counselor, ask them, you know, is there another way we can go?
1: Yes, because honestly, what makes a success in your session or in therapy is being a very active participant. Mm-hmm. We want to know what treatment goals you want to work on. What mm-hmm. what do you want to deal with? And so if there's ever something that you're uncomfortable with mm-hmm. or you want to talk about something else, you have every right as a client to do that and that's what's gonna produce more results in your counseling sessions.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and so yeah, I think it's just really great to just be like you said, an active participant and just be involved in that whole and that whole process. Is there anything else you well, can think yeah, of? Yeah, many yes. more. So mm-hmm.
1: another one is being fully authentic and transparent. So I do know, mm-hmm. you know, when you're first meeting someone, you wanna build that relationship and build rapport. So you might be very shy or timid or unsure if you wanna share maybe the biggest reason why you're there. Mm -hmm. And that's okay, but I do encourage you to push through that uncomfortability and to be transparent and to really share your deep feelings or thoughts that you're struggling with Mm -hmm. because that's the only way you're gonna get better. As a therapist, we can ask questions and try to draw out some answers but if you want to get the most out of your session it's really coming in sure being real yeah and sharing what you're struggling with
0: yeah that's really important you know being honest with us because i mean if if we're not if clients i've had clients not be able to be honest just not sure what to expect if they are honest and they just i don't you have to realize that therapists we hear a lot of things and so we we're not shocked very easily mm-hmm. because we've heard a lot of different things and we're here to help people. We're not here to judge people. And so it is important to be honest because if you're not, then we go down the wrong road. Right. We go down the wrong path of healing for you. And then, it, then you're not getting any help. And then, you know, you feel like it's a bad experience for you. So it's very important to be honest so we can get, take you down, try to take you down or guide you down the, path, the right path.
1: Correct. And then also think about in relationships. How many times have you heard someone ask, how are you doing today? I'm good, which could be true. Some days are really good. Yeah. But then some days we're not being honest. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes we re- just keep it surface. Right. And my, my other favorite thing is when someone says, I'm fine. I'm right. fine. And I always say that's a lie. <laughs> because I'm you know the acronym of fine is like I'm fearful, insecure, neurotic, and, and emotional when someone's <laughs> saying they're fine. So you don't have to be fine mm-hmm. coming into counseling. Yeah. And actually, there's going to be some times in the process, Mm -hmm. say you're committed to the counseling process, and after Mm -hmm. two, three, four sessions, you're actually starting to feel good or fine, and you think, oh, I'm done with counseling, and you don't think you need it anymore. But honestly, that's not an indicator of you're done with counseling. It's really a... um, relational thing where you talk to your therapist saying I think I completed my goals and I'm done with counseling but most of the time we do start feeling better and we think we don't need it anymore and we don't or we want to cancel our session because we're having a good day sure but reality is this is what I tell my clients to do is that day might be a good day but four days ago you could have been really struggling with something right so I encourage clients to take notes during the week Mm -hmm. and kind of journal um, the days or the things that they that's were true, struggling yeah. with yeah, because I do know there is good days mm-hmm. You know, and then you think well, what am I gonna talk to my therapist about I feel good right now But re- it's a good reminder to remember when you're not because sure. then I'll hear from my clients later Oh, I had a terrible day uh, yeah, two, three in. days later right. and I should have came in and sure. I'm like you have to trust the therapeutic process mm-hmm. and know that sometimes it takes time and it's a journey
0: It does yeah
1: i mean honestly there's only a really minimal amount of mental health issues that takes one to two sessions right. to address
0: mm-hmm. it yeah, usually really takes
1: some time that's why sometimes people think well how long do i need to be here mm-hmm. how long will counseling take
0: that's a good question and too. it's really
1: yeah. individualized mm-hmm. and it changes and yeah um it's something that you talk with your therapist ongoing about what you think is working not and how long you want to commit to the process
0: well you know i think when people grow up with let's say a lot of dysfunction i grew up in a lot of dysfunction in my family and so when things are going good and you get out of that that environment and you're feeling good you just feel like oh wow so this is like this is my 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 100%. Let's say I'm like functioning at like 100% right now, and really they're functioning, let's say, at 70 or 80%. And so they leave, but you know, with some unfinished work and then some unfinished you know goals. So yeah. it's important to, you know, we write out uh, treatment plans and and what we list list out all the issues and concerns that families come in with or individuals, and then we come up with a plan to work through all those things mm-hmm. and and so sometimes whenever people are feeling good we like to call them up and go hey I haven't seen you in a while like they just maybe drop off our calendar and we'll call them and go how's things going and they're like well you know we're doing pretty good with this this and this and then I look at their treatment plan and we we don't think we need counseling anymore and then I look at their treatment plan I go well there's this goal how's this going they're like oh you're right you know Uh, we do need to work on that And, and then they come back in and we work on those you know remaining goals so it is it is one of those things where you just need to come. If you feel like you're done, come talk to the counselor. Let them know how you're doing, how you're feeling, and then we can just make sure that we work work through all the goals. And, then and of course, a lot of times that happens too, and then we're able to go, hey, you met your goals. Great job. You did the work, and I'm really proud of you. Let me know if you need me in the future. It was great working with you.
1: Yes, and also...
0: And that's fun. That's rewarding, you know, to do that. So, anyway, I'm sorry. It's
1: okay. <laughs> I, I was just going to add about... Um, being patient with the therapeutic process as well sometimes people come in especially that first session um, we're getting to know you and it's Mm. an assessment and so some you know we I know we both try to give a tip and Mm -hmm. some tips prior to the session ending but sometimes you might leave a session not feeling really good or Mm. hopeful because you are sharing deep dark feelings from trauma or other Mm. marriage issues or other relationship issues and you think well gosh this isn't helping me or i'm Mm. not changing but when it comes to doing trauma work Mm -hmm. or marriage it takes time and you have to trust the process so don't get discouraged if you feel like i didn't my life hasn't transformed mm-hmm. so quickly in a couple of sessions the goal is you know you're building rapport you have the goals and you are starting to see that there's some tips and some tools that you're given yeah. that are improving something but sometimes it, it does take time mm-hmm. and so i say don't quit before the miracle Sure. because i work with a lot of trauma survivors and they want to avoid therapy too i had plenty of days, I did not want to deal with Mm. my deep, dark feelings. And I wanted to avoid it. And trauma survivors, most of us have post-traumatic stress disorder. And part of PTSD is you want to avoid any triggers that are going to talk about the actual event or trauma. So So it's so normal and natural to have those feelings like, I don't want to do this today. Yeah. And I know in my um, past, when I was working through my traumas and sexual abuse, that I had many of those days. And then I realized those were the days I really needed to go to counseling.
0: That's right. Because yeah, that makes sense.
1: it helped me to um, continue the momentum and mm. to address what I've been wanting yeah. to avoid to address my whole life. But then it comes out behaviorally yeah. if I don't. You Meaning feel, I have to. Re- yeah.
0: have to feel to heal.
1: Right. 100%. Sure. You do have to feel to heal. And I feel like in our culture, especially,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we think we have to be happy all the time mm-hmm. or we just um, mm-hmm. don't want to deal yeah. with hard things. But if we don't deal with hard things, we're not going to get to the other side, which is the blessing mm-hmm. and the miracles and having it be really in our past. Yeah. Some people think that's the past. I don't want to deal with it. But the right. reality is if you keep saying that, eventually you're going to have to deal with that past.
0: Yeah.
1: And I've had plenty of clients that will come for a while and then they'll drop off and then they'll mm. call me in crisis again. Come, drop off, wow. come in crisis again. And to be honest, it makes me feel sad because I know if they sticked, with the therapeutic process yeah. and was consistent, their goals would have been accomplished in a much quicker amount of time yeah. than consistently going in and out and having different relationship or sure. depression or other episodes like yeah. that just.
0: Un- they were just motivated healthy. by crisis and yeah yeah. It's really sad. It's yeah. really, but I'm sure you process that with your clients, right? When that when they do come back in, and just say, hey, when things start getting better, you know, please don't. You know, please let's continue the counseling process. Let's work through your goals first.
1: Yes, especially if it if your goal was not accomplished yet. Sure. You know, because we do want you to feel better. That's Absolutely. why you're here. Yes. And I really wish therapy was one size fit all. Meaning, like when you go to a medical doctor, there is different treatments sometimes for physical ailments, but there's not in the field of mental health. There are so many different. Interventions and tools that we're training in our toolbox, and not everything works for every person. Right. So that's what makes therapy unique, and that because as individuals, we all are unique. Sure. Think about all the different values we have, or backgrounds, Mm -hmm. or interests, Mm -hmm. or views, point of views on life. So not it's not one size fits all in therapy. So that's why sometimes it does take a little bit of time. And you just need to be a part of that process, talking about your expectations, your feelings, yeah. what's working, what's not working.
0: Right. And you can Once you heal from your past, you can move forward because you can't look backwards and forwards at the same time. Right. Yeah. So we have to heal from our past to realize our goals and our purpose for our future.
1: A hundred percent.
0: So, well, guys, listen, this has been another uh, Stressless Podcast uh, by Total Life Counseling Center with Jim West and Dana West. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye-bye.